Cristo nos fortalemos en nuestra mano en el momento con todo cariquis, con que sacar mis manos o cochinan, que solamente la mano envía la casa. A week! I gave you a <laughs> fucking week! And you couldn't clean that yes. garage! Yes, I love it! You were unemployed! I was you unemployed! Clean a thing. I was depressed! I was depressed! Oh my god, remember that? <laughs> Pretend that you heard that. Pretend uh, that yeah. you heard the intro. Everybody laughed. Good times. Yeah, that. Oh god. <laughs> What was that? Oh, it sounds wow. like the tolls of death. That's right. That's right, guys. It's time for Critical Mass, Season 4, Episode 1. Yes. Welcome back. Welcome back, everyone. We really don't know how we're going to delineate um, seasons. Some of them have eight episodes. Well, we do what Some we want. Ten. And we don't need um, to explain it. No, I feel... Because we're awesome. I don't Speaking really like of being it. awesome, we have our friend Brian here today. Everybody, give him a round of applause. <laughs> insert insert round of really applause. Well. <laughs> That'll we'll we'll fix that in post. We'll fix it in post. Yeah. Hello, welcome. Hello. How are you? Pretty good. Have you ever been in a podcast before? I have not. No. Have you ever listened to our show before? I've listened to bits and pieces of it. I haven't listened to a whole hour and a half because I get someone back into the kitchen. You know, Brian. What are you doing? Yeah. Fair enough. Um. Yeah, Dan. Anyway, there's just so much there. Uh, so we brought Brian in. Yeah, we did. Uh, because he's just an interesting guy. He's led a led a long life. He's about 110 years old. Yeah. And uh, yeah. he's like an a artist. day over 109, though. He's an artist. <laughs> I am your oldest citizen you've had on here, aren't I? Uh, yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Look at that. Yes. Okay, there's some distinction. You see, we're trying to be inclusive. <laughs> we, we are. We, we let the elderly in. <laughs> we let females in. Whoa. <laughs> there we go already. And we let the females in. We've we've had a black guy in here. Yeah. Twice, technically. Yeah. Oh. And, uh, but he was only recorded once. Because I deleted the recording on accident yeah. the entire episode, yeah. I bring that up a lot. He does. Well, Dan um, doesn't have much going in his life, so he needs to. <laughs> He needs to harp on your mistakes. Yeah, yeah, all the time. So we've had quite a long break. Uh, we did do a little pop-up episode, and by little I mean two hours long. With LJ. Uh, with LJ. Both of us were sick. Got me sick. Got I was out sick. of work for a while after yeah. that episode, yeah. This oh, is a geez. cesspool of germs in this room while we tried to do an episode. Just these two sneezing oh, and coughing. It was disgusting. <clears throat> it was just after Christmas, and yeah. we were just dying. That's yeah. gross. Did um, you get a flu shot? I got my flu shot, yeah. No, no, no flu, flu shot. shot. I've never gotten one. But I always get the flu, and I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. I um, like the struggle. I feel like it gives my life meaning. Well, when I was talking to Brian about coming on the show and what we could talk about, he sure. talked about um, specifically the book from Light or Light the Dark. Light, Light the Dark. And, yeah. and sort of artistic inspiration. And I thought about, wow, you know, that's kind of how this 
podcast started. Sure. We had a spark, an idea, and we were really sort of gung-ho about it, and we, we created something from nothing. Yeah, I mean... And look uh, at us. We're recording this from a yacht. I know. A yacht <laughs> you know? that we... All the money we got from doing our shows. Yeah. Um, we make so much money. Do you like the yacht, Brian? Are you a fan of the yacht? Do it's you like very it? nice. I like the view. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it's nice. Barely see anything. Let's <laughs> see if I can find a horn, like a, you know, like a cruise ship. Okay. Do you want to do that right now and no. totally throw off the vibe of the show? No, I'm gonna do that while you talk. Okay. <laughs> so we're talking about so art, art. Um, I'm, I'm very ignorant when it comes to art, and I know that. So I'm going to say a lot of things that are ignorant. Um, so you know, it's okay. Hopefully, you'll learn something. <laughs> I'll try. So I guess um, well, no. What? Let me ask something. Go ahead. I'd really like to hear Brian's history. I was literally um, going to ask that question. Thank that, you. I know for because you wrote that. that on your notes, and I stole them from you. That piece of shit. <laughs> uh, history. What, of what, where do you? Where does art start with you? Where does it? And again, where did it start with you as a, as a child, as a teenager? Yeah, actually, it did start with me as a child. Drawing penises uh, on the well, lockers. You were, so you're saying you were left alone with art. I don't know exactly what the loneliness was that drew me to art, but I think that that's probably partially what it was because I had enough time on my hands to draw things, uh-huh. and I drew a lot of things. And in kindergarten... They had us all drawing trees, and apparently they had a time constraint for how to draw these trees, so everybody was drawing the trees, and we were done with that project, and the teacher came over to me and said, okay, Brian, we're moving on to the next thing. I'm like, I'm not done. Yeah. We're not done with this because I was having different types of branches, and I was being more detailed in oh, what wow. I was wow. doing than what the other kids You cannot do. bring him to painting with a twist. He will be on one thing the whole time. <laughs> the, the hour and a half will have passed. It's not quite a yeah. circle yet. <laughs> it's clearly a circle. Move on. <laughs> but... In addition to that, apparently I was a critic that I went around the room and <laughs> the other kids that I thought that their stuff didn't make the cut, I pulled it off the wall. Oh, really? Oh, after that's great. He must have been very popular. So wow. They, yeah, they were actually thinking about keeping me back a year for doing that, I think. But. It, that's <laughs> odd. Jesus. You would look at a, at a kid back then. When was this, the 1920s? No, I'm just kidding. In the 60s, maybe? Dan. <laughs> When were you in kindergarten? Maybe in the 60s, um, 70s? Kindergarten 60s. would have been uh, 64. So yeah, back in the mid-60s, teachers thought that was a reason to hold a kid back. Where now, I think there's right. a least understanding. And I'm sure that if some of it had to do with being ADD. Somewhere. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So... Well, yeah, nowadays it's like, you know, kid, you know, stabs a student with a, a, a pair of scissors. He's expressing himself. <laughs> what was like, your motivation? Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> well, you know what? And he's going to skip a grade because he's just thinking forward. Like, he stabbed someone. Right, <laughs> That's how right. you got through middle school. <laughs> exactly. I stabbed everyone. So, so okay. So it's I didn't know it started really that class. early with you. That's kind of interesting. Yeah. Even in kindergarten, you were yeah. Right. Yeah, so. showing rebellious artistic sort of ways. And it kept on from there because when I was in junior high, mm-hmm. we all had to draw a hawk. 
Okay, there was a hawk that they had perched on something. No. And we had to all draw this hawk. It was a dead one? It, yeah, taxidermy. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> hopefully. Some, some schools have living really, hawks. I don't really, know. It was a really patient bird. Yeah. Sit <laughs> <laughs> so, so really still. Bird's in there smoking a cigarette, and coffee, and its wing. Are you, know, you just, done? Are you done? The, the bird is union, so it was fine. So. I guess I did really well with that, too, because at the parent-teacher conference, they hmm. called my parents over to point out the fact that it was levels above what everybody else was doing. Was this out in Hilton? Hilton, yeah. So. Wow. Yep, I went to Hilton through senior high. Now, that's because you were over on, what, College Ave? What was that, was that street? Oh, yeah, College yeah. Street? College Ave in North Greece. That one yeah. way? That's like a it one way? It is one way now. It wasn't one way back when we lived there. I hated Ooh. delivering pizza down that freaking street because I would go <laughs> the wrong way and I people would beep at me and I'm holding pizzas and I'm like, you know what? I'm more important right now. So <laughs> Right. I have to find my I feel location. Like you use that excuse a lot. What do you mean? <laughs> that you're more you're important. You're more important. <laughs> yeah. Literally everything I'm doing. Yeah. Like um, uh, yesterday in that gift shop at Dave and Buster's, there was like a, just a bunch of people like in a corner, and I started doing because you know I'm kind of a wuss, so you know I don't start yelling at people. So you do that passive aggressive, ah, ah, and you do it loud enough in hopes that they hear you, and then they know that they're. I don't do that. Oh, well, I do that all the time. <laughs> like I do that when an old lady pulls a checkbook out at Wegmans oh, yeah. in line. I don't want to be like you, dumb old broad. <laughs> Use a goddamn D, uh, ATM card or some shit. Swipe the fucking card and we can move on. No, the checkbook. <laughs> <sighs> Maybe it was... Sign more important. Because yes. basically what I'm saying is yeah. older people are better with money because it's it literally was more difficult for them to part with it. Checkbooks. So they incorporate more steps to remove it. Actually, a good point. Anyways, uh, okay, so you're going to, you're out in Hilton, but what you first started off with uh, was you mentioned loneliness in connection to art. Yeah. But you grew up with brothers and and a sister? Yeah, that's funny because they were all older than I was. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I have a brother, my oldest brother is 70. Four. Wow. Yeah, Damn. no shit. So. Wow. So there was a big gap. So a lot of these kids in my family were already out of the house and gone. So it was me and my sister and my brother Peter. Pretty much were the three that were around the house. Oh wow. Hmm. And you didn't necessarily uh, hang out with any other friends much or well there was Harold yeah 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 Hung Good old Harold. Harold on College Avenue yeah. really should have Harold in here too <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he has stories I'm sure he does yeah but we used to Harold and I used to go out in the fields and before all those houses were there yeah. it used to be just fields and grapes and raspberry patches and you know, our forts and our, you know, we were like Huckleberry Finn, you know? Yeah, that's just awesome. Just kind of hanging out. It was fun. Um, yeah, I'd actually like to hear more about that. So you're hanging out with Harold up in trees, probably Yeah, actually, he had a thing be. in his backyard with swings. I don't know where he got that rope, but it was like, you know, your gym rope. Yeah, oh, wow. Really thick rope. Yeah. And there was probably 
six or eight of these ropes wow. hanging from the trees in the back. So it got us in pretty good shape, too. <laughs> now, now, who put those ropes up? I mean, was... Is everyone okay? Was someone trying to harm themselves? <laughs> it's, it's, it's these, these are fun ropes to play on. They're all nooses, but you guys just play, just playing on them. Actually, now that loops. you bring that up, there's a strange incident with Eric Weiland, who is Harold's next-door neighbor, mm-hmm. who is older than we were. Yeah. And he had a rope on his tree, more of the probably half to five-eighths inch rope and he had it hanging there and he was showing me see i was a dumb kid this is i'm probably we all were you be naive (laughs) you are naive i'm probably six or seven years old when this happens and he puts the rope around his neck and he's probably you know four years older than i am and he jumps from one branch to the other showing me how much fun it is Oh my god. Oh my I god. Knew like an idiot. I said, okay, let's do that. And I did it. It came up short, of course, and I'm hanging by my neck. And, I, and I'm panicking. He's laughing. Meanwhile, we're picturing a seven year old kid. I'm, strangling pa- I'm panicking. I mean, it didn't break my neck or anything. That's a good but, thing. But it's around my neck. Yeah. And I can't get to the other branch right away. So he just hops off the tree and runs away. Like, oh my God. This sounds like something out of the movie The Good Son. Well, yeah, he was a little bastard. Yeah. So anyway, I was finally able to hook my foot on the farthest branch and pull myself over to grab it with my arms, and I was able to get off. But it was after enough time that I had a red welt around my neck. Oh, Jesus. And it was on there for... Several weeks. Wow. And he tried to blame Harold for it. (laughs) He tried to blame Harold for it. And the thing is about this kid, Eric, is that (laughs) his parents wouldn't let him watch Popeye or any of these crazy cartoons because he might get ideas. But uh, he got ideas on his own. Yeah. Jesus. Wow. Messed up. See, this is what happens when you don't have video games in the home. The kids are trying to, to hang themselves. You need... <laughs> right. You need a PlayStation. God. This is years before Pong. Yeah. Years. Wow. <laughs> well, in order to create art, you need some sort of source. You need inspiration. Obviously, a hanging, having yes. A, having a crazy <laughs> their death experience childhood will right. do that for you. Uh, what about the time you got hit by a truck? I got hit by a van. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we were going to a party. Uh, this Jesus. Me and Harold again, yeah. and uh, I'm not sure if Tony was with us. There was a couple other kids with us. We were walking to this party that was in Hilton, and it was on a street with no street lights, and we were... So you're walking in the dark. Yeah, and we're high. <laughs> high, high, end, high end drunk, I'm yeah. sure, at nice. this point. And we were going to this party. Yeah. And we're walking along the side of the road, I mean, on the edge of the road. Yeah. And we saw this van coming. We're just kind of like, ah, da, da, you know, here comes nah. somebody else coming. We didn't think to stop them or say anything to them. We were just walking in the same direction as them. And it comes along, and it had those big California mirrors on the side. Yep, yep. And it caught me right underneath my shoulder and shot me up in the air. But what, this is bizarre. 
I went up in the air and I spun around and I was and I landed on my feet facing the opposite direction that we were going. But I was like 15 feet down the road. Wow! And it tore the mirror off their van. See, did they stop? They did stop. Oh wow! And how did that? And they gave us a ride to the party. Wow! But they were like. They didn't know what the hell happened, and the, the one kid was like, oh, I thought we hit a cow or, you know, some oh, sort yeah. of livestock. Because they didn't see anything. Jesus. That was messed up. But I lived again. Yeah. <laughs> so you, you, you survived a, a, a hanging, but you weren't trying to kill yourself. I was not. And you survived getting Being hit by a van. Because the front of the van didn't hit me. It was the mirror. So Jesus. But it tore the... It ripped the mirror right off the side of the van. But it was because I was hammered and yeah. totally relaxed that it just flung me. And yeah. it did... It did screw up my shoulder enough that I was wearing a sling for a while, but no broken bones. So. Damn. Jeez. I've been hit by a car before. It was a Ford Focus in yeah, college. Yeah, I need to ask you oh. um, forgiveness. I'm sorry. It was, it was at Niagara University. <laughs> yeah. I was texting on my phone and crossing the street, not paying any attention. Um, I heard oh, brakes. I heard brakes squeal. Yeah. And you know how the Ford? Thank God the Ford Focuses have like that pointed like edge. Edge. Right. In the front that it, it just picked me up on my ass. And I just slid up on their windshield, so they just had like my ass. <laughs> so the poor girl, she's screaming. <laughs> That's all I hear. You're no just like, broken I'm bones. Fine. Nothing. I'm just like with my phone still in my hand yeah. and like my bag, like this. And I just like find myself on their windshield. Yeah. I'm just like. Uh. <laughs> are you okay? What did you ask them? Are you okay? <laughs> yeah. I like slide down. The girl gets out of the car. Are you okay? Are you okay? And I'm like, wow. I think I'm okay. <laughs> I think I just got hit. I just got hit by a car. <laughs> she goes, okay. Here's my number. If all of a sudden you you find that you're injured, like your neck starts hurting, and then you go, you know what? It hurts when I pee. <laughs> But anyways, I digress. Uh, yes. So having a, a crazy amount of stories to tell and, and um, I don't know, I, I wouldn't say a screwed up childhood, but maybe, well, maybe screwed a, up an is interesting, a harsh. Yeah, an interesting childhood where there's uh, many chances for you to die, including yeah. on a rope. Do you think that helps inspire you as an artist at all? Well, it definitely gives you some resources. Yeah. You know, some things to think about while you're working on mm -hmm. your work, but mm -hmm. it doesn't really make you crazy or anything, I don't think. No. I I still had children. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I went to college <laughs> them, yeah. and studied art in college, <laughs> and I found that because I didn't really have a whole lot of Made you a pain, great postman. Pain? Yeah. Oh. That it... it, it I was sort of bored with most of my mediums that I was working in, huh. that I didn't really find much inspiration. So you feel like you needed some sort of anger? To, anger, to yeah, express? sure, or at least something to draw upon, oh. you know? Um, and I, I just didn't. Yeah. I don't know. Um, do you ever run into those issues at all? You mean like blocks where I can't yeah. work? Yeah. Are like, you working here, on anything now? Let me show you these paintings. Let me show you these paintings I did recently. Ooh. This, this is, is non representational. This is <laughs> Bouncy C. Ah. <laughs> Can you see that? Yes. So, 
This so is the bouncy scene. For those of us that are, because uh, this is an audio show, <laughs> it's uh, it's red. Imagine with, a red canvas with black and yellow swirls. Just kind of bouncing and just being very... Uh, but it's very repetitive. It could be wallpaper. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. In terms of uh, design. It could be. <clears throat> Is it a magic eye? If I blur, do I see something? <laughs> um, I don't know. You I think could. I see a I penis. See, I see a spaceship. What does yeah, that tell yeah. <laughs> Heads of penises. Yeah. <laughs> could be. <laughs> now, this next one, I just got the a peek. Uh, I've seen your this work is, with uh, faces before. This is the blues. Ah. And it's very similar to what Rachel and Josh have. Right. Yeah. With the thing with all the heads. Yeah. But I kind of like that. I like doing things that are in series like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is it, where does, it does looks Warhol inspire where, that with you? Warhol? His, his, doesn't he do a lot of repetition? No. Well, no. What, what he did is he um, worked with things were, that were iconic and things okay. that were recognized brands and mm-hmm. things like that. And I then see. He, and then he silkscreened them so that he could repeat the image over and over again. Right, and then he right. painted them differently and right. treated them differently. But he was he was pretty inspirational in terms of um, a lot of the contemporary artists that do the same type of thing where they'll take you know logos and Americana and comic books and right. whatever and turn them yeah. into something that's more interesting. So what were you going for with this piece? This is yeah. called this is called the blues. The blues. It's yeah. a blue background with a series of uh, contour faces. And where this could be sky and this can be water okay. in terms of the ground. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then these faces and images and uh, moods are just kind of set above it. It looks like the cycle of faces I'm making after I mix two different there are many different types of liquors <laughs> and I'm like starting to get sick. Yeah. Like just kind of, uh, 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 but yeah, the blues. I mean, I think I like I like that one. Like I like this. Again, it could be wallpaper. It could be. But the faces. Um, <clears throat> it seems as if maybe, from the outside perspective, that the artist is you trying to sort of achieve a better understanding of maybe an emotional spectrum. Well. Actually, when I was doing the paintings, I started out that I just wanted to do something. Yeah. Because there's very little time to do anything else other than to tend the house and take care of the dog and go to right. work. And, yeah. You know, and you just try and find those spaces where you can work. Right. And space is another thing in our house where we don't have a studio space. Yeah. Which, if you have a studio space, then you can leave your work as is walk away from it yeah and right. come back to it where when i'm working in our house i have to get all the crap out oh, set it all yeah. up work with it put it all away, put it away. Yep. set it aside you know so there's an extra you know hour hour and a half at the beginning and the end that you got to figure into it to to work and so yeah. that's why i don't get much done and i'd like to set up a studio at some point so that i could work day to day to day you know and leave it definitely yeah and and then you have more thoughts going on rather than oh i gotta take care of this i gotta take care of that they have a very nice shed in their backyard Mm -hmm. it's got a window and a door i think uh well you're right i mean (laughs) if i can run electricity out there yeah so i can play music yeah and 
clear it all out. Yeah, man. That'll be the studio. I that have would no be cool. problem with that. That'd yeah. be pretty yeah. cool. But anyway. But also, it would be nice if you could get to it in the winter. It's just, you know what I mean? Because then in the yeah. winter, you got to trek all the way out there. It's going to be cold. That was another thing that I got. Yeah. I want to put a sidewalk that goes all the way from the house mm-hmm. all the way through back there. the dog's area right. out <laughs> into the shed. Yeah. These are all projects. But I agree, having done. a studio space, uh, a workplace. Yeah, exactly. Really like when we started building this thing. Right, in here. right. Building. You got a good start. Yeah, definitely. I mean, this room was so cramped previously. It was just like, because there was just so much shit everywhere. Oh, my God, yeah. 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 This whole thing is desk space here. Wine um, jugs, big wine what are they called? Canters? Like, sure. Canters. Decanter? Decanters. Uh, yeah. Decanters. Wine decanters. Yeah, huge. So, like, you could only sit, like, in this tiny little area right over Yeah, here. We, like a strip from the door to this wall. That was, like, was all terrible. we had. What'd you Sitting do on them? buckets. Where'd they go? Uh, we uh, smashed them to bits. All the, we put them all in the basement <laughs> no, area. All in the, over there. Oh, okay. As a condition of me buying the house. Because that's all my grandma shit. Yeah. It's just like you're going, like I told my, my family, like if we're going to buy the house, you're going to take all that shit out. Because <laughs> I got a lot of plans for this basement. Yeah. Pool table, bar. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, we just got to get you some friends and you'll be all set. <laughs> Well, once you. he gets to the basement all set up, he's going to have lots of friends. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said to myself. Um, <laughs> yeah, you have a scary cage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's where I sleep, in a cage. Is it, is it really? No. no. That's not where I sleep. You've done some work down in your basement. I have. Yeah. Um, the man cage. You know what sucks about basements, if I can get on a tirade right now? Sure. Uh, that when you buy a house from someone else, you don't know what lurks behind the walls of that basement. And by that, I mean moisture. Mold. Ugh. Yeah. God. You know, you buy a house in the summertime. It's not necessarily rainy. Yeah. Or you're, you're looking at the house when it's February. Sure. And then the snow hasn't melted. Mm-hmm. And everything looks fine in the basement. Uh, yeah, there's some leaching here and there, oh. which is kind of normal, right? Sure. The building in, or the the house inspector says, "Yeah, just scrape that off and apply some putty to it. You'll be all right." Yeah. No. <laughs> well, no. Absolutely it's not, not true. No, I think the bigger issue is that the guy who owned the house before us didn't seal the driveway after they put a new one in. Okay, so. And so all this moisture just went straight through. The ground that sucks. up against the wall of the house and then into the basement. <laughs> and my entire life is now spent cleaning up after the cats and after the water damage. Oh. It's just... So I'm going to kill myself. Do you myself. get flooded? Um, we, it, it leaches through the wall and starts starts to flood the basement, but it's never gotten to a point where you it's like... You have a like sump pump, though, right? No, we don't. Oh, geez. No sump pump. You need pump. one. Yeah, you totally need to get need on one. that. I mean, we had one that we had the great flood down here. Yeah. And that Josh fixed, by yeah. the way. That was a fun day. I oh, helped. You you helped, yes. Do but Josh actually fixed it. <laughs> no, that's why I got him the gift card and I got you nothing. <laughs> <laughs> well, he, he it, it was, I asked him to come over because I was having electrical issues. And Josh yeah. was like, I'll take a look. So I said, all right, sweet. Thanks, man. So he comes over and uh, he's like, I'm going to go to the basement and look around. I said, okay. I hear splash, 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 oh, and I shit. hear, hey, Rock, um, you probably want to come down here. I'm like, what? And he's like, this, uh, yeah. I'm like, it was ankle-deep water uh, down here. What did you do? <laughs> right? like, why did you do this? 
So I guess the electricity that was screwing up in my house was uh, connected to the sump pump. Mm. That's what happened. So that was a fun night. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway. We'll tell you what. Yeah. We're at about a half hour-ish. Let's take a break. Yeah, because I want to talk about art. I want to talk we'll, about... We'll get really into art. We'll get real deep. Yeah, because I went to a museum that really confused me one time. Oh. <laughs> yeah. It's, it was art museum. Wow. Yeah, it was weird. It's okay. very possible. I can tell you about some art experiences in Atlanta, too, that were... Strange and confusing. Right on. Yeah, I can't. I'm excited to hear about that. So we're gonna take a <laughs> we're gonna take a short break, um, and uh, we'll be back. Uh, I this, don't know. This is this is where we make our money, folks. Yeah, so. this is just pay attention. We'll be right back. Critical Mass can now be found at the eight o'clock stop dot com. That's the eight o'clock stop dot com. We're there with the hypothetically speaking podcast as well as three dicks picks podcast. Check us out there. That's the 8oClockStop.com because everything starts at 8 o'clock. Okay. Here we are. We're at the beach right now. We're just chilling out. Are we? Yeah, you can hear the waves, can't you? Yeah. I see a lot of garbage and dead fish kind of just washing up. Well, that's, that's where you find inspiration. Our yacht is becoming a little too close to the shore. <laughs> <laughs> so, Brian. Yes. Do you like salt water? Salt water. Yeah. Just uh, take a dive. Yeah, sure. No. Okay. Enough with that. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thank you. Well, I just want everybody to relax and get in the right mood. Well, it's not working. Let's let's talk art. Let's get into it. You said you went to a funny museum and it made you feel funny. In the pants, below right. or above the waist? Are we talking? <clears throat> what? It made you feel funny. Above the waist or below the waist? Uh, off. Just completely off. Oh. Um, so, <laughs> um, we, no. Uh, so a while ago, uh, the woman, the lady, mm-hmm. wanted to um, do like a special romantic night. She wanted to like find cool things to do, you mm-hmm. know? So I was like, okay, cool. She's like, well, we're going to go to an art museum, and then we're going to go to dinner at this really swanky place called Tapas. Wow. You've been there? Yes, I have. Yeah. I've heard of it. It's like in a basement? Yeah. Yeah, creepy, but the food was delicious. Yeah, and next to Pane Vino. Is down it? Down the street, yeah. It's down the street. I don't think it's next well, to it. Yeah. Okay, anyway. So she takes us to this museum, and it's the Ro- the Rochester... Like modern art, something or other. Contemporary. That's the yeah. one, the Contemporary yeah. Art Museum, right? That's where they have the six by six every year. What does that mean? Six by six is a show that they put on to raise money. Okay. And they just allow pretty much anyone to submit six inch by six inch pieces. Okay. And it can be sculpture, painting, drawing, whatever, but they have thousands, like 5,000 pieces. Stuck up on the wall. Oh wow! And Holy then they shit. sell them for twenty bucks a piece. Oh wow! Yeah, wow. it's pretty cool. Um, you get a lot of like kids that would like make them, and they're not very good. But then you get a bunch that are like really unique and interesting. Yeah. People like Brian, for example, who <laughs> have made really cool, interesting ones. Well, it's a small thing. It's a small place, right. and she's not from here, so she doesn't. She didn't know that, and I had never been there because I don't have any culture. Right. So <laughs> you're an ignorant bastard. Exactly. So I was like, well, this is kind of neat. It's something new. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I was opening my mind. Okay. Except for the exhibit was about like race and like freedom and like going from slavery to non slavery. 
and I'm white. I don't have a frame of reference. So it was awkward. You know, we were looking at the pieces, and they were beautiful, and they were nice, and, you know, I don't have anything against, you know, like, us not having slavery anymore. Say it. I just feel like... I just feel like we didn't necessarily necessarily belong. Like I couldn't connect with the art. I didn't under. You know what I mean? Felt like a round peg in a square hole. That's exactly it. And her and I were kind of like, let's look at this one. Oh, this one's nice. And then you've got this lady coming in with these people. um, The lady white woman and Mm -hmm. the people were, you know, they were. they were black. <laughs> and um, you don't say. She was like, and this one, this one is an ex, is a, it's like a, it's a piece from the such and such a place. And you can see the gentle strokes of the brush that indicate. And I'm looking at her and I'm just like, you know, and I'm like, this is, uh, they put colors on the, the canvas and, um, it's nice. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know what to say. It's there. So then, like, you know, we looked at the exhibit, and we're like, all right, do we just leave? Like, are we supposed to, like, stand in front of every single one of them for a while and, like, yeah. pontificate? Or, you know, like, what do we do? And then we left. And we laughed about it the whole way. We were high as shit, too. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know what I mean? Like, what... You know? So you do, yeah. I mean, I guess coming from two people that understand art. Yeah, in your in your place, if you're th- in your head, you're thinking. Well, you're I don't a know writer, so means. you're an artist as well. Oh, oh, oh. You're don't you write? Yes. Okay. Well, That's... you're an artist as well, then, in a different aspect. So you should have some understanding of the creative process. True. I, I agree. I just <laughs> I, I'm not. I've never been able to draw or paint or. I mean, it look honestly, it looks like a four year old does like all of my shit. Like it's awful. I've tried. I'm, like, I'm gonna sit down. I'm gonna fucking draw something. And I look at it and I'm like, this is this looks like a mongoloid did it. Like <laughs> it's it's awful. So so as artists, yeah. Look, so it made you feel kind of out of place because you didn't really understand not only the decorum of, yeah, of what to do in a museum uh, but but also you know the subject matter didn't necessarily connect with you because you didn't go through that experience not at all well i all maybe if you had gone to a different museum or seen a different you know installation or whatever well you brought up warhol earlier you brought up warhol earlier and yeah. i feel like because of his the impact on the world I would be very interested to see his work, like actual work, in front of me. Like, and I'm not, I'm not into art. Like, I'm not into that kind of stuff. But I feel like that would be mm-hmm. super cool. Like, I would be really into that. Yeah. You know, what you should take her to is the Mag, the Rochester Museum and Art Gallery, whatever it's called, right? Yeah. Um, What's yeah? That's the big one on University. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And it ranges in styles from mm-hmm. ancient stuff yeah. uh, up to pretty modern stuff. Sure. Okay. So there's representational pieces that you can see and you say, okay, this is a picture of blah, blah, right. blah. Yeah. And this was done in the 1800s. And exactly. And this is a square cube right. sitting on the table. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm just tossing it, it around. <laughs> Excuse me. Right. That's a piece That's of art. art. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I apologize. Yeah. But like yeah, I, I guess uh, it's uh, I I don't know. I go when I think of like painting and art and you know being like I said at the beginning of the show ignorant to this kind of stuff. And you guys obviously can speak on this a lot more than me. Is what bothers me 
is when the people throw paint at a canvas and then exp- and then like put a price tag of like five hundred thousand dollars on it mm-hmm. when it looks like something my daughter finger painted well, and it's got this like huge. <laughs> You do understand? So right. I, I do want you both to speak to that. Right, but the thing that they're pricing at that point yeah. is the artist. Okay. That's what's based. That's what you're basing the price of the art on. Okay. Is the reputation of the artist. Okay. Just like you would in any anything else, music, whatever. You okay. Know, whether it's saleable or not saleable. Okay. And right. And that's the thing. You can't just jump into the art world and say, okay. This is ten thousand dollars, and nobody knows who I am, and I haven't spoken about my art. So you know, I'm just Joe asshole, and, and yeah. So and this is how much I'm charging for my. You can't exactly. do that. It's you not a. It's not that. like the regular commodities or whatever. Where you you buy a product based on the price, et cetera. Yeah, but like, why do I if care? George Lucas. Yeah. Okay. Uh, came out with an action figure that was literally the exact same thing as something you could buy at Toys R Us, mm-hmm. okay? But George Lucas made this one. Mm-hmm. It would be worth more, correct? Uh, yeah. Because if he made it be- by hand? Or right, like if he made it by hand. I mean, I don't trust those stubby fingers, but right. I mean... <laughs> but the fact that George Lucas did it sure. is the reason why everybody would want it. Well, in, yeah. in, the, in the Star Wars, and movie. I would it would be a take my money situation right. for but me. But you know that it's just a $5 piece of plastic. Correct. But the fact that George Lucas did it, that's what makes it valuable. Well, yeah. That's the point behind. These are you also know. investments, so people are buying these things, investing in them, knowing that somebody else is going to buy it for more than what they paid. Exactly. So a lot of people are collecting art just as you know a way to have wealth. I mean, know? look at look at a Babe Ruth baseball card. It's it's just ink on a piece of paper. It's nothing. Or, <laughs> but it represents something. No, it's true. I mean, I guess it just goes back to we were talking about the Luke Skywalker figure I have here. Exactly. The, from it's post nineteen. It's pre nineteen ninety seven, so it's actually worth something. Right. Um, and it will gain value as the years go on. Um, very yeah. Right. I but guess you know I for a fact toys. that it costs toys. yeah ten right. cents to make. No, oh, yeah, absolutely. Some little kid in Malaysia, right. <laughs> you know, put that together. But you know, what it reminds me of you guys. I know you're a Seinfeld fan. You watch Seinfeld as well. Mm. The the episode where George wanted to invest in the art of that guy who was in the hospital. Sure. And he was super excited that the guy was going to die. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. he thought it would make the art worth, worth more. more. Sure. <laughs> and then the guy ended up pulling through, and he like bought like the so seven thousand dollar yeah. piece of art. He's just so angry. He's alive now. It's not worth anything. <laughs> but anyway, okay, I can see your point. So you're, you're pricing it. The price point comes from the artist, the artist's right. reputation, right. what what they've done. I, I can understand that. But like, what what is art? How? So I look at a painting. Right, like someone does a paint, like the Mona Lisa, right, mm-hmm. or like, or like the Last Supper, or like the the shit that's like these representations of stuff in real life, and that motherfucker did that by hand. Well, hold on now. What you said, representations of things in real life, well, and you just said the Last Supper. Okay, so people, <laughs> the humans. Now we're gonna get into a religious discussion. Well, he's that's he's funny because he he's the one that rails against the that's religion. That's a whole so. other episode. <laughs> yeah. Um. No, what I'm saying is like. People that are being drawn or painted, yeah. Like in my mind, like I can't do that. So I look at that and and say, "Wow, that's amazing, right? That's crazy. That's so good." It takes. I'll pay money. Yeah, yeah. I'll pay money for that. 
And then next to it, you've got, uh, this was done with uh, some of my period blood and my feces thrown against the canvas. Mm-hmm. And the price is this. So it's like, I don't care about the reputation of the artist at that point. You you shit and you, you and you threw it against the canvas. How is that art? Well, the thing is that art can't be defined as okay. one in one small area. Okay. Because you've got you mentioned the Mona Lisa, yeah. which if someone just shows you the Mona Lisa, what do you think of? Art. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It almost represents art. It's so iconic. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I was going to say porn. Well, <laughs> that's Jesus you. Mona Lisa is so hot. <laughs> <laughs> But then it expands. Yeah. Like I was talking to you before about uh, Ron English, mm-hmm. and yeah. what he did was he would go to different billboards and he would manipulate them. So he went to like, remember the Camel billboards with yeah. the cartoon Camel? Oh, Joe yeah. Camel. Yeah, Joe Camel. Yep. So he has, oh, if I showed you this book, I could show you in there where he went in and he manipulated a lot of those things so that he was getting his message across. So he's making political statements. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's what a lot of artists are doing is making political statements. You know, the woman with the period blood, maybe she's <laughs> making a larger statement to what's going on. You know, maybe it's garbage to one person, but... Her explanation that's attached to it makes it have more value. Does that make any sense? Uh, it makes sense. I, I, you <laughs> I know. mean, you don't have to like it. Yeah. And that's the other thing about art, too. Sometimes it's just meant to um, make you react. Yeah. Maybe it makes you sick. Maybe it makes you throw up. You know, it doesn't matter if they've gotten a reaction from you as opposed to just a flat line. Yeah. Right. Then it's had some success. Well, from what I know, and I don't know a lot, but I, I, I do remember Marcel <laughs> yeah. Duchamp, right? Yeah. He's a real douche. You know what I'm talking about here with the urinal. Yeah. He took a urinal, twisted it upside down, and posted it on the wall. And said it was art. And called it art. Right. That's and stupid. That's probably one of the earliest forms of sort of fuck you artist mentality. Well, because there's conceptual art. Right. So they're saying, okay, this is what I was thinking of. And you, who the hell is that actor who is selling, he was selling conceptual art on the telephone to people. People were paying for him to describe what the art was going really? to look like. Yeah. It's um, Franco. Oh, really? Yeah. James, James Franco? James Franco was doing this. <sighs> That's hilarious. And he was, so it was conceptual art, but there was no art. It there didn't wasn't exist. anything, right. He was just describing, describing what it looked like, what and it... people were paying for this service That's to hilarious. know what it looked like. Wow. So that's just total He's sort of, art that didn't even exist. Yeah, that's meta. <laughs> that's just, very meta. That's just messed up. <laughs> just, yeah, that's just <laughs> stupid to me. Those people are stupid. They're, they're call, idiots, like, right. I'm sorry. That's dumb. You know, he went on. He was on a soap opera too. Oh, really? He, for a while, yeah. And uh, his, his soap opera name was James or Franco or something like that. I swear to God, I didn't know that. And so he sort of. He broke into it. Essentially, he, he was going through an artistic phase where he's trying to express himself in yeah. a lot of weird ways. Yeah, and being on a soap opera is sort of the opposite end of the spectrum for him. Oh yeah, so, so it was a big, So he saw creativity. it as a challenge, <laughs> right? He saw it as a challenge. So he went into that realm <laughs> and like explored the medium, if you will, acting in a very certain way with a certain look. Well, for those folks, they have to memorize the lines. 
Yeah. And you can see them lots of times they're hesitating to try and remember the line in between. <laughs> yeah. just, there's so many delays. And That's why it looks so dramatic. <laughs> you were late. Uh, my car broke down. Yes. <laughs> um, line? <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, so I get it. But anyway. yeah, exactly. There's conceptual and then there's like just completely off the wall stuff too. And then there's like you were talking about just straightforward representational. This is a picture of a pot with a plant. Yeah. And I like that. See, I like and I I, I don't know. I guess for me it's it doesn't impress me. Like But look at someone guess, like Van Gogh. Okay, because he he created representational art, but it was not with fine detail. At least, certainly not in later. It wasn't in his popular life. for those for those times. It right, wasn't, that's true It wasn't too. the style that people were looking for. Yeah, you know, people are looking for a style that fit within that time period. Mm -hmm. And now it's like everyone looks at him. It's like, oh, so advanced. I see what he was doing because he's because <laughs> he's painting more atmosphere than what was there. It wasn't just what was there. It was more atmosphere of things. Yeah. You know, and the, and the movement of things. You know, it's just it's a little more interesting right. than what people were looking for. Right. And I think it's important if you're going to judge an artist and say, okay, this guy can draw or paint really well and fine lines and color very well. Yeah. But this this painting over here doesn't look like that at all. And I, I did like this that. one. Very good. Well, there you go. I it looks this. very much like the logo. I did. I uh, it's close. took it off of my shirt. I did this. I, I This was commissioned by the queen. No. <laughs> and I painted this. I was really I like drunk. It. You I talk was, about loneliness. You were drunk. <laughs> I was really drunk. <laughs> talk about loneliness. So you, then you talk about painting Star Wars in your basement. I that, wasn't in my... I painted this in the kitchen. Okay. <laughs> it was... Uh, we were too cheap to go to those paint nights where you get drunk and, and go paint. So we just bought a bottle of liquor and a couple canvases. And she already has Did the paints. Right. And we're just like, we're going to have our own night. We're going to do with it. a twist. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And naked. Painting with a twist naked. Oh. It was fun. We did it naked. <laughs> Exciting. It was a good time. <laughs> this is what I came up with. So it's could very I, nice. So could I sell this? <laughs> How much? Sell that to anybody that wants it, you can sell it to them. You sure. could. Yeah, you the know problem what? is that you didn't center it correctly. Oh, yeah, that's true. So uh, framing Maybe is going to be difficult. Maybe to do that. No, <laughs> exactly. It was part no. of my expression. I it's just... the movement across the canvas. Exactly. It's a political statement, Dan. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. So what I was saying, I was midway through. Sure. Um, before you rudely interrupted me, and I, I've actually got a uh, marker down here of how many times you've done that. It's zero because I love you. <laughs> you're such a fucking. Um, you're such a piece of shit. I know. I know. Uh, Okay, so you have the idea of like, yes, I like this. This this is good art because he can draw well. Yes. And he can make these lines very clear, and I yes. understand what I'm looking at. Yes. And a Jackson Pollock, he's a bad artist because he clearly cannot draw anything or paint anything. Yeah. Well, yes. what you don't know, or what maybe you don't see, yep. are the other Jackson Pollocks where he does do representational stuff. <clears throat> okay. Where he can draw. I mean, you look at Picasso, right? Picasso did a lot of crazy, weird-looking shit. I mean, Picasso looked like he just blew a few rails and just was like, ah. Yes, you know? it does. You know but why the thing he became is, so rich, though? Because he would stop a style. He would do a blue period. 
he would do a cubist period. Right. And the thing was that once he stopped that period, he didn't produce any more art in that genre. So, so people were like, oh, we got to have yeah, this. I got to have it. It became more uh, valuable. He created his own shortages, and so he became rich that way. Right. But my, my point is that if you look That's at Picasso's like, <laughs> history, you yeah. can actually see early on in his artistic life, he did very good and real representational art. Sure. So it helps you kind of respect the the abstract stuff that he did if you can see how good he is with his with his hand eye coordination for <laughs> Once example. Once you do something then you can then you're allowed to deconstruct it. Exactly. Right. Okay. So that's really where the abstraction comes from. It he's he's he can paint an old man playing a, a guitar that looks real. But he chooses not to. Okay. So he's rebellious. He's rebelling. Well, again, it's, he was exploring different <clears throat> styles and, and ways of expressing himself. You know, he liked to paint prostitutes a lot. Am I right? Picasso? Yeah. Didn't Possibly. He? Yeah. A lot of his uh, nude drawings were of prostitutes. Huh. He's like, you, you, and you. Interesting. Wow. Which is what got me into art. So, <laughs> or into prostitutes. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's all I do. You deconstruct. I had a a Prostitute. pottery. Oh, uh, sorry. <laughs> I had a pottery professor. Oh. And uh, Mark Luthold is his name, and he would create these insane, wonderfully gorgeous pieces from mm -hmm. clay. Yeah. And sell them for thousands of dollars. Jesus Christ. But he also wow. could create things that were very abstract, um, that looked as if it didn't have any craftsmanship to it. Hmm. Yeah. But knowing his whole body of work helped you respect... If he certain, knew the artist, right, and right. he knew his collection of work, exactly. right, you could That's, respect the other yeah. stuff. That's right. my point. But when you go to a museum and you see shit and piss flinged onto a canvas, you don't know that artist, you don't know the history, you don't know their whole sort of basket of, of yeah. stuff that they've, that they've got. So it's hard for you to kind of say, oh, okay, well, do you have any skill? Because you're yeah. right, it doesn't take skill to sling shit at a canvas. No, it doesn't. That's not the point, There's though. There's no skill to that whatsoever. So what we're trying to tell you is that... I wanted the artist to be there so I could say that to them. Right, you <laughs> shouldn't necessarily try <laughs> and attach stupid. skill to the quality of the art or what it really means then to Then why you. isn't the other shit in the museum? Why is the literal shit in the, You know what I mean? Like, Well, there's all kinds of museums. Well, you know. And there's different sections of the museums, too. Right. You don't have to go to those sections. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> those, those sections were not made for me. Right. There's, no, whites only. Not, oh, wait. <laughs> so, that was at the contemporary arts. Same with Dolly right. as well. He created these insane, mind-blowing, crazy Who? look. Salvador Dolly? So, mm. Surrealism. You don't, you're shaking your head like you don't know who that is. I don't know who that is. I want to kill you. The okay. persistence of memory, you know, the melting clocks. Oh, that one. Yeah, yes, yeah. yes, yes. Surrealistic yes, yes. art. Yeah. Okay. Those are pretty so cool. So you're like, well, that's but... weird looking. But if you look at his early stuff, it was very normal. Yeah, but the melting clocks, that was pretty neat. Like, I hang that shit up in my house. Well, it was based on dreams and things like that. Yeah. 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 Odd ideas. How much do you think one of those things go for? Like, 10 dollars $12? I can probably go to, like... Probably I go to like Bed Bath and Beyond. Or a clock? Or a one of those prints? Yeah. <laughs> just get a print and just put it up. Yeah. I don't know. I like local stuff, too. Like, I like, you know, yeah, if, I like your, like, photography. I like Adam's um, animation art. Mm -hmm. um, that uh, 
uh, pencil. Brian's photography is crazy too. You should see. I would love to you see that. Yes. He brought. He made me a book actually. Oh wait, that book. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Ten seventy eight. Yeah, I've actually I did that. I went through that book at your house. Yeah. 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 The uh, the bugs one is my favorite one. Yeah, that was that's actually really awesome. Oh my god, this one. <laughs> That one. Yeah. That one actually won. Well, it was put in the uh, section with all of the people that actually knew what they were doing. Uh, at the remember the, the um, Hilton or no Epifus? no not Hilton. Um, <laughs> this was yeah. at the High Falls. Oh, oh right. Remember yeah, the High yeah, Falls yeah. show and they had a photography uh, exhibit. Where in High and Falls they was had, that? They had certain images that they would put into. One room where right. they were like, okay, well we've these are the ones we've exhibited that we... <laughs> these. These are the good ones, and the yeah. rest of them are just whatever they are. Yeah. So yeah. Where in High Falls was that? They closed it, didn't they? Oh. Yeah, they did. Oh, it was okay. in the upstairs of the High Falls Museum where oh, okay. they have all the junk yeah. downstairs. Gotcha. I worked for right there. And, oh, did you? I work in. Well, I still work in the High Falls and the old button factory. Do you remember? Did you ever go in the museum? No, upstairs? I didn't. No. I didn't. Didn't know it was there. That's why. Uh, <laughs> that was like you know. We talked about the subway needing a, a revamp. That whole area, the High Falls area, really needs a revamp. Well, it's the original Rochester. It's the oldest section. Yeah. The, yeah, it's where the whole city was built around that area yeah. because they had they used the waterfall for the flour milling, grist yeah. mill, and then yeah. um, and then after. When things got a little more advanced, it was for electricity. Yeah. Right. So, um, but yeah, it's great when I'm out in a smoke break and a school bus full of kids are there on a field trip. And I'm just like, I'm at fucking work right now. Like, I don't want to look at you stupid little kids. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. just blow smoke at them. Just go to <laughs> Dave and Buster's and ruin someone else's night. Exactly. <sighs> so, yeah, art. Um, do, you, do you feel a little better now? I mean, I I understand it more, but it doesn't make me doesn't really make me change. I mean, I get it. You don't have to like all art. Yeah, you can like different aspects of art. I mean, some people just like the art that they can go buy for five or ten bucks and hang behind their couch. Yeah, you know? yeah, that's me. <laughs> like, I like to go to Park Ave and be like, "Did you like?" For me, it's just like, "Did you draw this?" Well, no, it's a copy of. Not interested. Did you? And then You're next looking one, for originals. Yeah. Did yeah. you do this? Yeah, I drew this myself. All right, cool. How much? Ten dollars? Yeah, I'll buy this from you. Mm-hmm. Help them out, and it's something unique. I like shit that nobody else has. And you know, did you make another one of these? No, I didn't. Awesome. Then I want this. Yeah. Like the the I had my mother my mother in law had the the pencil drawing commissioned for me that's above the piano in my living room. It's a local artist did a pencil drawing of all the Star Wars characters, and oh, she got cool. that done for me nice. by some local pencil artist guy. He was at Park Ave when we went, no, Lilac Festival, and we went to his tent, and he had a whole lot of Star Wars stuff, and I was like, this is awesome, but I don't have any fucking money right now. Mm. And uh, she like went back after I went to go get another beer. <laughs> and I uh, got his card and had him do that for me for my birthday. See, now I would classify him as an illustrator. Okay. And that's a little bit different than fine art and okay, what you okay. might see in a museum. But you know what I mean? He's illustrating something that already exists. Okay. That makes so, that makes sense. Yeah. So, yeah, so he didn't create it. He's illustrating something He's like you said. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's great. I mean, he does it all freehand. I mean, it's gorgeous. I mean, you've seen it. It's pretty nice. 
Yeah, I tried to break it once. <laughs> fucking kill you. Is it framed? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. cool. Nah. Um, cool Beans, I think we've covered at... Uh, well, do you have any art final thoughts? Yeah. Our, our guest here? Well... What do you want the people to know about art? What do you want people to, this? to know about art? Well, I think we talked about it somewhat, but I, I didn't get to talk about where I went to school. Oh, okay, that's yeah. right. I forgot you know all about that. Went Let's go Georgia, there. Let's start. Georgia State. You know what? Delete the whole first half. <laughs> no, I want to hear this. Please. No. But I, went to, I was going to tell you about uh, Atlanta somewhat because I went to Georgia State, and um, that was kind of interesting, too. And go. What's their logo? What's their mascot? I have no idea. Oh, God. I was going to say go. Whatever. Bumblebees. They, they did make it into the basketball tournament one year. I know that. Oh, wow. Oh, Georgia Tech is, is the B, isn't it? Georgia Tech is the B. Yeah. 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 You went to Georgia State. Georgia, no Georgia is the one that's very competitive in football. Yes, and yes, that's, the Bulldogs. And that's in Athens. That's not in Atlanta. Right. And those are the Bulldogs. Yeah. But Georgia yeah. State, okay. I don't know what they're... So you I went to know. Georgia State for art. Right, or did you go down there for what? Chemical engineering? <laughs> I was going to go into the Air Force, actually, Whoa. because I was so bored. Didn't know that. I originally got a job working for the Alphabet Group, and I was working trick work, and it was it was actually a place that produced art. But By my trick first work, job do you mean was like, like a like second or third shift. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Ugh. And so I was like by myself. All the time, oh, and it was very depressing. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, yeah. So I had to quit that job. So wow. I was trying to get into the Air Force because I was just desperate to do something else, and they made me try to get rid of all of my outstanding parking tickets in Rochester, and things like that, before, <laughs> before they would let me go into the Air Force. Wow. So it was like time was ticking, and I had applied to Georgia State in the meantime. And so I'd kind of forgotten about that, and then I got the acceptance to Georgia State, and I said, well, screw that, I'm not going in the Air Force. Yeah. I'm going to go to school, so. And what so was your major? I was an art major. Well, yeah. <laughs> was there, like, a specific <laughs> concentration? No, not really. Oh, okay, just art. Yeah. Okay. And I didn't finish either. I got a job working uh, for this place called Kiwana. Okay. And I was doing art for them. And my first wife and I... Made puppets for them. <laughs> She's yeah. still missing, by the way. We're looking yeah, for her. Yeah. So we made some puppets for them that they used for uh, some of their. Um, what was the name of that? Wick. Okay. Women, infants, and children. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So they they produced things like that. So we did this thing for them that was that hmm. was using puppets, and so then I moved back up to Rochester. And she was supposed to follow me up here, but in the meantime, she decided she'd rather stay in Atlanta oh. and stay with her mother. And she already had a, a son, so they stayed here, and we got divorced. Wow. Now, yeah. is there a certain art in divorce? Because I'm divorced, too. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's the art of failure. And, I mean, Dan's on his way. Yeah. So, I mean, you know. <laughs> I'm doing my best. <laughs> Well, she was. It was kind of silly because she was actually like a girlfriend that I married, because mm-hmm. her mother was insisting that you know because we were living together. Yeah, her mother was young. like, "Oh, well, you really shouldn't do that." And 
She was an old-fashioned southern woman. Ugh. Yeah, she was annoying. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we got married at the, at the Justice of the Peace and... Yeah, you know, just kind of. He's like, it fine. Was very, see, we're married. So, yeah, exactly. It was yeah. very, it was very casual. So, it was very casual. Yeah. 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 I so, got married in my shorts. It was very casual. So, so when we got divorced, it was very casual too. Right. Oh, nice. Nice. And she had already hooked up with some other guy too, because I heard him in the background when she was sending me the papers, and he was like, "Just sign the papers. I want to marry her." So he was just oh, a wow. goofball. Yeah. Was he a puppet? <laughs> was he a puppet? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, man. We'll get you on the fast track to Southern drinking Pabst and hitting her in no time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> PBR. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. So, anyway, so. so there's just a little synopsis of how I got up here. So you took the train up to Rochester. <laughs> Anyways. So Any now, excuse to use that you're fucking back keyboard? Here, you've got an art education, not necessarily a... Uh, Full art education, right. but I, I did have some background with uh, Kuwana as right. a, as an artist there, and I came back up here, and I was working for um, what's the name of that place that sells flowers that used to be on Ridge Road across from the Home Depot. Rock Castle. Uh, no, Verhals. Verhals. Oh, yeah. Verhals. Yeah. Verhals making signs. Yes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that was I was making signs okay. for them with markers. Wow. So that's what I was doing all day. Wow. Yeah, this guy would come up to me and say, "We need ten of these, and we need six of these," and they'd stick them out on the tables. Oh wow. So that was pretty lame. So I was looking for <laughs> another job in the meantime. I make and, signs for pumpkins. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. then I got a job with. Um, the shopping bag and, oh. worked, and worked there for 27 years. Jesus. 27 years. Until, wow. Until he closed. Mm. And then the art department whittled down, whittled down, whittled down until it was me. Yeah. <laughs> I was the last man standing there. And I helped him set up some stuff for what he was going to do in Canadagua. Mm -hmm. And then we were done. Mm. And I opened up the frame shop with my brother. No. And you've also done some freelance stuff, right? With um, making, designing some coupons, have you not? Oh yeah. <laughs> See, very excited about I that. So non-creative. You know, like, yeah. you know, we talk about but, the divorce, the other guy yeah. in the background, but we fucking coupons. I don't want to talk about yeah. that. <laughs> it's to the point now where I just hate advertising. I just despise it. Yeah. yeah. I, it comes on and I have to just mute it. I can't add the TV and I can't mm. even oh, listen wow. to it. It just disturbs me. Well, you, you spent so many hours staring at a computer screen designing advertising logos and advertising. And, well, I and mean, it's how so, many hamburgers it's, have you but looked it's so at? It's so manipulative, honestly. too. Yeah. And I hear that instantly and I can't stand it. And it yeah. just, <laughs> just really gets under my skin. It's everywhere. Oh, you yeah. can't even, right. you know what I mean? Oh, Taco Bell is the worst, man. Because uh. it's like they know when I'm stoned. And they're just like, try the okay. new triple decker but taco. Rock, this and is it's the just problem. like, you're always stoned. Uh, <laughs> that's not true. <laughs> It's not true. Yeah, fourth meal. They created that. Yeah, they created They're fourth geniuses. meal. You know, Anyways. Like, God. Yeah. But so anyway. then, yeah, so then uh, you opened up that frame shop. Yeah. Well, but, but you framing, bought it framing, from... I did enjoy doing that, and that was a little bit more towards the fine art 
you know, mm -hmm. aspect of it. And right. it was fun working with my hands and I enjoyed that, but it just wasn't making any money. My wife was doing the books and so it was like I couldn't get away from it. And I would come home and she'd tell me what we owed and who we owed it to. Eventually yeah. I was like, you know, you gotta go get a job. I'm it's like, okay, okay, good. I don't have to hear about what we owe anymore. Yeah. yeah that's I'll, true. I'll go get a job. Yeah. But uh, yeah. I still like making art though. I mean, that's the thing. I was just talking about yeah. getting a studio and once I retire and you know, then I'll just work until I drop dead. So I mean work yeah. on artwork. Yeah. Right, artwork. Right, right, right. And then people can be like, This is this was a it's an original Dapman. Um, he actually passed away. <laughs> Do you have a he website? Actually, he actually passed away during yeah, the painting. Yeah, I have of this. a website. It's it's pretty um, sparse. Uh -huh. There's not a whole lot on it, but I might take it down too. So it'd be good to go there if people want to see some artwork. Yeah. What's the URL? It's it's b Detman <laughs> with two T's. Dot com. That's it. Oh. Bdetman.com. All right. Well, we'll also, put that in the liner. I'll put it in the liner at the bottom. Excellent. What you check want? that out at the bottom. If you like art, uh, check it out. <laughs> also, if you like websites, check it out. Yeah. Check it out. Um, if you like letters with a dot com at the end, check it out. Check it out. I was trying to find out six by six things that I did. Oh, here you go. There we go. Ooh. Six by six. Yes, I recognize those. These. Those were little. Did you saw those? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> those are little sculptures, and they're in those frames. <laughs> yeah, that's just so. Rock was, is looking at some, a, a some picture. Is that a nipple? Mr. Yeah. Detman's. Uh, Who's nipple? Six is by that? six artwork. <laughs> is this and, someone's uh, nipple? Several years ago, he created it's made of uh, basically little six by six images. You see, they uh, all have room numbers because it was like a things in a hotel. A, yeah, uh, like a, uh, yeah, yeah. A nipple. Uh, what looks like a cat's eye. And it's actually a, it's like a werewolf. Like a like werewolf, a, okay. Yeah, yeah. And a and a tongue that actually protruded and came and out. And had a piercing on and it. And had a piercing. I can't stop looking at the nipple. Right. <laughs> You're perverse. <laughs> That's understatement what of the century. What did you create the nipple and the lips with? It's Sculpey. Sculpey? Sculpey is the name of the stuff. Yeah, it's weird. Okay. It's kind of like silly putty, but it hardens. Okay. And you could actually put it in the oven and harden it like you would pottery. Ceramics. Yeah. yeah. And you can paint it and do whatever you want with it. My nipple's it making me cool. hard. Yeah. It was the only time I ever worked with it. Wow. Yeah. It was fun. Have you put images of your pumpkins on Yeah, yeah. your there, pumpkin there, carving? There might be a couple pumpkins yeah. on, on the website. Right. pumpkins so that's the thing yeah once once you're into art and you don't just work in one medium it's fun yeah you can do different things I see you uh, retiring and being commissioned to make portraits for people and, and create fun things for people <clears throat> I you know like hey I'll give you 50 bucks if you make my pumpkin actually do look you recognize like me. that yeah <laughs> yeah I do here uh, this is, that's a this is an image of, of Jay, uh, Jay. <laughs> Oh my God! See, when they got their new—how'd you make Jay so handsome? Um, <laughs> when they got their new but computer, then this is a real portrait of my Mother Teresa. Holy shit! Yeah. See, this is more realism for you. Yes, yes. I think that's yeah, beautiful. Well, you can see it I think that's beautiful. Um, yeah. When when they got a new Mac yeah. at one point, mm -hmm. you know, it has that like funny stuff you can do with a camera. Yeah, I got that. Jay on the took Mac. like thousands of pictures. 
course he did. Yeah, that's, that's one of them with his face just... Good Bumped times. Out. That's yeah. awesome. So anyway, good times. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I think we'll, we'll take a break. Yeah. We'll come back with everybody's favorite um, the fuck you. part of the show. Fuck you. Um, and then, I guess uh, I never heard that part. And then we'll yeah. call it a day. Yeah, that's how we end every show. <laughs> so... Uh, Pay attention to our sponsors, and uh, we'll be right back to tell someone to go fuck themselves. Nice. Yeah, something. Something. something, someone, I don't know. We'll, t- we'll talk about it. Ah! If you're looking for a refinishing, a ceiling, and a protection for your cement services, especially your garage, check out Eagle Epoxy at eagleepoxy.us. They can also be found on Facebook at Eagle Epoxy or their phone number for a free quote. 585-402-4971. Tell them the Rockness Monster sent you for a free quote. Check them out. And we're back. Thank you for listening to our uh, sponsors. We appreciate that. We're here with uh, me, Sir Brian. Hey. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's how... Uh, uh, Hotel worker would say his name. Um, so, wow, was that that was that was over the top? Sorry. We need a we need a racist buzzer. That racist. I should hit. Racist. I've always yeah. wondered though. Do uh, so at hotels in America. The staff is predominantly Hispanic. Hispanic. So does that mean the hotels in Mexico are like predominantly like white staff? Like, I don't you know. I mean? know. Is it is it reversed? No, and you're an idiot. That's true. Let's I've, move on. I've been called worse things by better people. Yeah. Um, now, uh, we have an email from a listener. Yeah, we, we, like we, haven't, we haven't really looked at our emails in a long time. Well, we, we typically try not to. A lot of hate mail. Yeah, um, but, but so we'll just do this real quick before we get into our fuck yous. Sure, please, Stan, take um, it away. But I just thought this was sort of, sort of interesting. Uh, this is from BoogerEater25 at Lycos.com. Again, very old... Bugger Eater. Yeah. He actually chose that name. Yeah, that's what the person emailed me with. I mean, I don't know. you know, sometimes you, you come up with an email name and then you grow up and you don't change it. Well, some people, though. Anyway, please just read the email. Bugger Eater <laughs> says, you guys say so many smart things, but why all the references to Rockness's penis? Oh, well, that's an interesting idea. That is... Uh, you want to talk about that? Uh, I mean, I was hoping to go an entire episode without talking about my penis, but wow. consistency. Here it is. <laughs> consistency. Um, Speaking so I, of consistency. I, um, it's become stuff of legend. <laughs> it's, a, it's a point of pride. It, point. It, it, <laughs> get it? It comes from uh, a, a short story that I'll tell you. Um, For once. I, we were in high school, and L, LJ, LJ's dad had a hot tub. We were all in it. We were smoking a blunt, um, passing it around in the hot tub, a bunch of us guys. And as usual, they start making fun of me because that's what happens. You, you know, need to vape more because your Rockness, fart smells so bad. Thank you. Because I'm the Rockness oh Monster, I get made fun of. And they're like, you're such a small guy, you got a tiny dick, and all this other bullshit. I was very proud of myself. I was like, actually, you guys. And they're like, haha, we don't believe you. Man, 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 whatever. And I it's like, whatever, I let it go. So I decided... And then I'm gonna, you unrolled it, like, I'm gonna, by the foot. I'm like, I'm going to fuck with these guys. So th- for some reason, they were, like, turned around. Yeah. And I stood up on the seat of the hot tub. So, like, my the water was up to my knees. And I just dropped trow and just had the meat just... 
hanging out, and they turned around and started screaming. Like a wind, it was like a windsock. I never forget. I, I never forget. LJ goes, "It's looking at me," <laughs> and I pulled my pants back up and I sat back down and I just crossed my arms yeah. and just looked at everyone and I said, "Keep yeah. fucking talking." So visually, ever it was since like, then, uh, ever it was like since that then, TV show uh, River Monsters. It really was. Ever since then, it's been like this thing that everyone just talks right. about. Like, yeah, he's ugly. He's not very educated. He's extremely ignorant. We don't like having him around. Um, but he's been bestowed upon he's, a gift. But he's a very shiny penis. <laughs> it's respectable. Okay, so let's let's move on. Let's move on. Please. I want to thank you, Booger Eater, for bringing that up and uh, keeping the consistency in our show and talking about my penis. I yeah. was hoping we could do that, not do that this season, but I guess no, it's too late. We're already here. Um, cool. So yes. why don't we let our guest go first? Yes. Fuck yous. Oh. Okay. I've I've never done a fuck you on your show, but anyway, <laughs> <laughs> what I want to say fuck you to is the Marina Dodge guy. That comes on. Oh, yes. Oh, he's so fucking annoying. Yeah. And then he says, and there's more to come. So yeah. you know they're going to have more than one commercial. Yeah. It's like, you are such an asshole, and your voice is so irritating. I just can't stand it. Yeah. And then uh, Jay and I had a really bad experience with Marina Dodge, too, when he was getting his car. Yeah, I remember so that. So it was like this whole shouting, swearing match. And so I hate them, and fuck you. Fuck you, fuck you. Well, <laughs> there goes it. another sponsor. Uh, <laughs> well, we're no longer sponsored by Marina Dodge. <laughs> you don't need them. There's, oh my God. there's plenty of cars in the sea. So there was a swearing match and everything? Like yeah. You lost it on these guys. Yeah, huh? we lost it on the guy. I mean, he, he called us, and he was saying that uh, Jay had to get the car, and you know we knew that there was a certain amount of time with a business period that you don't have to get the car. Yeah. You, don't, you can completely, like, Jay right, bought the car, basically, and then realized the day after that it wasn't right for him. Right. Either financially or just too, he just they didn't had like done it. A, they'd done a smart deal, which means that you pay them for a year and your payments go to no one. Go to, go to no bank. They just oh go to Marina Dodge oh, no, to no. pay them to use the car, and then you can start actually making payments after the year. So no. we saw that whole <laughs> construction and said, no, we're not yeah. doing this. Yeah, no, and then so not. they were like, well, you bought it already. Y yeah, and then basically. You're like, yeah, but we can return it within a certain amount, what, 48 hours or something like that, legally? Yeah. Maybe three days. It, a lot of places give you 30 days. Right, and there, were problem, now, yeah. and there were problems with the car, and he tried to hand the keys when we went. We were going to go ahead and get the car and, yeah, and yeah. take care of it. And yeah. He handed the keys to Jay, and we knew there was something wrong with the car still. They needed a fix. Yeah. And I took the keys from Jay, and I gave them back to the guy. And I said, you need to fix the car first because yeah. we're not driving out of here until it's 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if we leave, then, you know, you're going to say, oh, oh yeah, yeah, they you got they the took car it. now. Yeah. Screw you. Anyway. Tell you, that's why I lease now. I will never, I will never go back from leasing. Oh. I just, I just. Uh, it's a good idea because you need a new a car. Right. Yeah, and all the maintenance for mine is included. I don't have to fucking worry about a shit for three years. Great. So that's a good fuck you. That's that a, is a great fuck you. Yeah. Fuck Marina Dodge. Fuck you, Marina Dodge. We yeah. don't want you as a sponsor. <laughs> fuck you uh, in the ass, fuckers. Oh wow. <laughs> yes. All right. Really getting into it. I love that. If Emery only had your passion. 
right? Oh, God. He's, he's such a nice boy. <laughs> so He nice. just couldn't. He honestly, I don't think he even wanted to say fuck you to, to anything in his life. His uh, his girlfriend, right? Girlfriend or fiance? Ooh, fiance. Yeah, he has a few exes. Yeah, his current. Current girlfriend. Yeah, she sweetheart, wonderful girl. Um, yes. He has again introduced me to her last night. Right. Okay. And I well, shook her hand track. and oh, I just couldn't help did. myself. I said, well, no, I've met you. And she yeah. goes, I, I know, I remember. Yeah. And I said, well, <laughs> <laughs> and like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> like, we've met a few yeah. times. It's <laughs> just so formal. You know? real, it was good. It's great to see you again. <laughs> he, he introduces her to his mom every time, too. <laughs> She's a great girl. Yeah. I like her. She's very nice. Uh, okay, so our fuck you. Speaking of Emmerich, because we just saw him last night at... The D&B, the David Busters. Busters. What the fuck? This is a first ever co-fuck you between Rockness and myself. That's right. Should we hold hands during this? Uh, yes. Okay. We're not holding hands. We're not hands. gonna. <laughs> my hands are sweaty for some reason. Yeah, well, I've been um, touching my penis. Okay. There's yeah. Chuck E. Cheese. There's Chuck E. Cheese. Where we, where we spent a lot of our childhood, right? Yeah, it's an arcade. It's an arcade. There's pizza. Pizza. There's animatronic. Uh, welcome right. to Chuck E. Cheese. Like those there's, things. Depending on where you live, there's alcohol syrup there, too. What? Do they have that at Dave and Buster's? They no. do not. Oh, okay. And that's no animatronics at Dave and Buster's. <laughs> You're going somewhere. Yeah. So at Chuck E. Cheese, depending on where you go, you can get alcohol as well. You can. But if you're... If you're going to Chuck E. Cheese by yourself to play games and As drink an beer, adult. it's very strange. Well, you're not allowed in. You are. You're not without a kid, I mean. Oh, you have to have a kid with you. Yes. It's okay. Well, I, I didn't know that. I thought that you didn't have to have a kid with you. No, that's kind of my whole I'm point. Saying, that's weird. Like that I, would be weird to go a, without a kid. As a guy without children, I can't walk into Chuck E. Cheese. Wow. That's probably good for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> right? Right. And I agree with that policy. That's a great policy. Uh, so what happened is I think a lot of people that grew up playing arcades as, mm -hmm. as a kid yeah. said, you know what, I like playing arcades and I like drinking beer. Absolutely. And so that's what Dave and Buster's did. They came up with this idea where they're like, it's an arcade for adults. Yes. There's fun games, there's drinking, there's yep. food, and there's sports. There's yep. giant TVs with sports on nice. it. That's stuff. right. And we want people to come here. As adults, and yes. have a good time. Mm. It's a great premise. I mean, it literally is a bar <laughs> with yes. games in it. Yes. And it doesn't even look like it's geared towards kids. Not at all. Like, not a gear. Uh, no. No. Right. No. So, no age limit then, apparently. Right. Ugh. That's, that's the, the problem. problem. We get there, yeah. and there's kids. Uh, Lots of kids. And I say to the security staff, or do you guys have a policy on kids? When do you kick them out? Like eight, nine o'clock, ten o'clock? They go no. As long as they're with an adult, they can be here. Ugh. And I just my biggest issue is that like, okay, I don't need to swear like a dirty sailor, but when I'm drinking a little, you might. a little, yeah, something might slip out of my mouth, yeah. and I don't want to have to look over my shoulder constantly to make sure there isn't a six-year-old girl sitting there going. What the hell does blah 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 mean? Well, I don't even like uh, being a father. I I don't really. You don't like being a father? Like, no. I said being a father. I don't even really like to drink in front of my child in my house. Yeah. I mean, it's not that I've never done that, but at the same time, I still. It's like, eh, I don't really. Sense of responsibility. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. just like, what if something happens to her and I've been drinking? Now oh, I can't yeah. take her to the hospital or whatever, what have you. It's different when she goes to sleep and she's fine and she's not, you know, whatever. But like, I'm not going to take my kid to a Dave and Buster's with all these drunkards 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you are a bad parent if you bring your child there after yeah. 8 p.m. Well, the security staff is, they have guns. <laughs> no. The security staff have guns that's, and handcuffs. This, I'm not exaggerating. Yeah, yeah, literally I saw have it. a handgun and handcuffs. I don't get that. So if you're telling me that your security needs to be that beefed up, yet you allow children around adults that are drinking, I just don't see how that's a good business plan. Well, yeah, exactly. And then there's like there there's the kids hanging out next to the arcade games, texting on their phones. There was one guy that was like pulling his girl. And they were like in high school, maybe like like pulling her, and they were like roughhousing and like oh, really? shenanigans. Yeah. And you know, I'm sorry. I'm trying to. I've got a beer. I'm walking around. I'm yeah. trying to play a fucking game with my friends for my friend's birthday. Like it was just an awkward. It was weird. It was. I'm never gonna go back again. Like no. Dave and Buster's. If you're listening to this. You've lost my business. Yeah, I gave them a pass a year ago when they first opened. Yeah, it's because it was like, all right, you first all, yeah, and, but no. And then here's the other thing: Lasertron, a very similar idea. Yeah. Uh, also in Henrietta. Yeah. I went there once and I asked about the kids. Yeah. And they said we do have a policy; they're not supposed to be here. After, After a certain time, sure. And I said, that's fine by me. It makes sense. You yeah, know what I mean? it's a great policy. And they couldn't even enforce it because management is flaccid, if you will. Well, it's because it's dollars. They're thinking about the yeah. dollars, but they're not thinking about their patrons. Like, So if they enforce that policy, I would want to go back. Right. And thusly, they're keeping me as a customer. It, co- it costs less to keep a customer, a current yeah. customer, than it is to go out and get a new get customer. A new yep. So yeah, and Dave I don't want to push a kid out of the way for an arcade game. Yeah, exactly. If I go up to it and and even if I'm already at the game and I can see over my shoulder a kid's waiting to play, I feel incredibly guilty. Exactly. Yeah. There's a ten year old who wants to play a video game and I'm standing in the way. What kind of man am I? Exactly. <laughs> so don't even let the kids in there. You shouldn't let them in. Eight o'clock. It's security goes around and it says, or nine okay, o'clock. Okay, folks, finish says, up right. your meal. You know, do what you got to do. But we're kicking well, no. everybody out if, to this kids. If the kids want to be in the restaurant area, fine. If I the, don't even agree with that. Because how are you going to have a kid? In a giant, awesome arcade-looking place, sitting at a table, not wanting to freaking run over there and play. Well, then that's where it comes down to the parents right. making a decision. And that's what this is all about, And really. that's... Exactly. I won't... I'll bring my daughter to Dave & Buster's when she's 21. Or or Dave & Buster just come up with specific times that kids can be there. Yeah, during the day. During yeah. the week and during the day. Exactly. I'm a dad now. I don't day drink anymore. You know what I mean? So we're fine. <laughs> it's a, it's a <laughs> Tuesday... And she's off from school because it's winter break. Sure. You want to go to Dave and Buster's sure. for the afternoon? Go for it. Sure. You know what I mean? But, yeah. But don't. It's Saturday night at nine o'clock. Yeah. I'm sorry. What Take the your kids fuck? elsewhere. Seriously. Yeah. It's awful. So fuck you, Dave and Buster's, and fuck you, parents. And double fuck you for me as well. And you know, and and on top of that, the kids that are in there, just. Don't bring your kids to Dave and Buster's. I don't know what else to say. Just fuck you. That's the moral. Exactly. Search for better inspiration. Exactly. So, with that being said, thank you for being on our show today. Thank you for having me. Of course. We hope you had fun. I I did. It was fun. Good, good, good. Good, fun, fun. Good. That was four funs. Do you have any final thoughts? Okay, cool. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) That's my final thought. All right. Good. Thank you. All right. Um, 
this is season four, episode one. We're coming back with more. We're getting crazy guests. I think Donald Trump might stop by. Yeah, we talked so, to Donald, uh, um, his staff, and uh, something about he's going to be doing a shithole country tour. <laughs> um, <laughs> where he's going to go to all these countries that uh, are needy and have issues, and he's just right. going to say shithole and get back on the plane and, yeah. and eat a Big them. Mac. Yeah. yeah, I think we should have that on the Statue of Liberty. Not the shithole countries. Yeah, exactly. The Norway, Norway only. Yeah, and, and countries they, like Norway. he asked why people from Norway don't come here. It's because Norway's a better country. Right, they they're having us. They're just fine over there. Exactly. Anyways, uh, cool. So uh, we'll see you next time. Yeah, and I uh, actually one last thing for oh, me I here. No, that's not allowed. Okay. Um. So I know I've been promising over and over and over again. Don't do it, Dan. Don't do it. Um. My. Your what? My review of the Last Jedi. Oh, you're. Oh, you've been promising that. Yeah, every single episode we've done since the finale, um, and I know I have. You're just making it take longer. <laughs> um, due to the how divisive this movie has been, I have been writing uh, in a way to articulate my review for this film. It's very important for a lot of people, including myself. Um, but I think I've finally been able to articulate what it is that I want to say, and that podcast should also be coming out this week along with this one. So um, you should be getting two new Critical Mass podcasts um, very soon. And that's really all I wanted to say. <laughs> so that whole time, it took him that long to find the lasers. <laughs> Star Wars. All right, everyone. Thanks a lot for joining us. Um, enjoy our sponsors, and check us out on the 8oClockStop.com. Bye. Party on, Wayne. Dude. Shut up, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> they come from butts.